Hump Day Quickies Swingers Confessions is intended for mature audiences only and contains explicit language and sexual situations. This is not intended as any professional advice. Welcome to Hump Day Quickies Swinger Confessions. Here in the sex apartment, we share our own sex positive stories and welcome our friends to open up about their experiences in the ethically non-monogamous lifestyle. G and I are in the sex apartment reliving and sharing some of our favorite moments from this first season. Today we will be taking snippets of the early moments that have stood out to us during our podcast journey. Back again at the sex apartment, this time just you and I, Nessa. I can't believe this is our 50th episode. 50. It's crazy. We started this with the idea of interviewing our friends, opening up the hotline. Real quick reminder to everybody, we do have a hotline. The number is 844-4-HUMP-DAY. 844-4-HUMP-DAY. And a lot of people really don't believe it's an actual phone number. And the number of messages that we have got that start off with, oh my God, I can't believe this is really a phone number. (laughs) But to let you know, if you really dial 844-448-6732, you do get a message from us and you can leave your own stories for us. So Yes, it is a voicemail, so you don't have to speak to anybody if you're nervous about that. I really think next season we will do our best to actually start calling all these people back that have left us messages. So if you have called and left us a message and haven't heard back from us yet, we apologize. We're still trying to figure out how to do this and we do intend on talking to you and getting a chance to maybe bring you on the podcast. Yes, we're always looking for new stories, new perspectives, anything you want to share with the audience or about the lifestyle, or if you feel you have a unique story that you feel would be helpful for other swingers to hear. And so if you can't make it into the sex apartment, we have actually figured out how to make Zoom work on our soundboard. So yeah, like that, everyone else in the world. Yes. <laughs> we know Zoom now too. It's awesome. <laughs> Finishing out the season, are you happy with what we ended up with for season one? I am amazed at how well season one went. Yeah. I think how much people opened up. I honestly feel that we became a therapy session for a lot of our our (laughs) friends. We did. Inadvertently, we did, yes. (laughs) Watching them go back and relive these moments Mm -hmm. just to tell their stories. It was fun, definitely. And the number of people that have come up to us going, oh, I want to share our stories too. Oh my gosh, I couldn't believe how many people wanted wanted to be on the podcast. So, I mean, season two is almost completely booked. We haven't even started recording any of it yet, but we're looking forward to it. Yeah, and how great is it that we have friends that are just so willing to just kind of try things out with us? Because a good number of our first episodes were just playing around with what we wanted to say, how we wanted to say it. We actually recorded the first 20 episodes before we ever really released an episode. Yeah, we we wanted to make sure we kind of had an idea of what we were doing first. So really, none of our guests had ever heard what the podcast was going to be like. It was just hey, sit down and talk with us in front of these microphones and trust us, it's going to be a podcast yeah, just, at just some trust point. Us, really. We have some really trusting friends. Um, That we do. And I think to be in a lifestyle, you have to trust people. You do. You do. This is correct. Yeah. How much fun has it been? I mean, it has been just kind of a whirlwind of learning so many 
things. I know you got to learn how to edit sound and learned exactly what an uh and a so and a <laughs> the number the and number of the things I have to edit out use. is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. How much people opened up to us is amazing. Everyone got off these microphones talking about how much fun this was and how they want to do it again. I don't think we're going to have any problem bringing just about everybody back for a follow-up episode next season. In season two, yeah. Along with all of the couples that want to come in and record their own episodes. I think we're still kind of back and forth on how we're going to do season two. We have mentioned to a few of our friends that we kind of want to change the format a little, and they jump at us immediately and say, don't you dare, we love this, stop doing that, don't stop thinking about that. Just But because it's season two and, you know, we can change things up if we like. I think we're we're just in debates on how we're going to approach season two. Um, we definitely want to bring back season one couples and revisit uh, where they're at in their journey and catch us up on things that have happened and any recommendations that maybe somebody in our audience would like to make, they can call our hotline. And again, that's 844-4HUMP DAY. And for those of you who don't have letters on your phone dial, that's 844-448-6732. 844-448-6732. Seriously, call the hotline. Share your stories. Share your thoughts. We love when the phone goes off and we get these messages. It's, yeah. It has been a blast hearing from people all over the world. And the people we've heard from who we have not had a chance to reach back out to know that we have heard your messages. We love hearing your messages. And if you want to hear back from us, give us a way to contact you either via email or phone, whichever way works best. Preferably your email address too, because it's easiest for us to set up a time as opposed to just randomly calling you back and going, hey, it's G and Nessa, what are you guys doing? And <laughs> having you in the grocery oh, store or sitting with your kids. It's in the morning here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, didn't know where you were from. <laughs> so if you can also leave your email address and a way to get a hold of you, that would be fantastic because we would love to set up something with each and every one of you because we do really feel it's amazing that you guys all take the time to call. And even if you just want to call and say hi and a shout out and say anything you're thinking in the moment. You can also get a hold of us on Twitter and Instagram. We are Hump Day Quickies on both of those. And you can get a hold of us via email at humpdayquickies at gmail.com. So to wrap up the season, we felt we could share with the audience some of our best of or our most favorite moments Basically a clip show Uh, from a few episodes of our first 49 episodes. So we're thinking this is going to be a three-part series. It's a good way to go back to some of the episodes that our newer listeners might not have had a chance to go back to because 49 episodes is a lot to start and go back. And And just give you a little snippet of what our favorite parts were. So one of my favorite things was that very first episode that we recorded talking to you about your first hot wife experience with a coworker that your husband <laughs> at the time sent you off to do. Yes. It was talking about that that made me realize, A, we have some good stories to share, not just before we worked together, but continuing on from there. And our back and forth banter is going to play rather well on a podcast. Yeah. And you know what else I really like too, is that I feel like sometimes I listen to lifestyle podcasts and a lot of backstories are similar. Like couples have been married for years and years and years, and then they got into the lifestyle and whoa, their relationship opened up and 
wow, that is an amazing story. And I love hearing that you can take your relationship in all sorts of directions as it changes with time. We kind of came at this from a different perspective. And then we have friends in the lifestyle who also come at it from a different perspective. And that's, you know, why we decided to go down this path and start talking to our friends and kind of getting everybody's input and how they're doing the lifestyle and how they're figuring it out for them and what works in their relationships. And we figured that out early on with episode one. So another thing to remember about episode one is that was in our original microphone setup where we were just sitting here in the sex apartment and we had a large microphone sitting on the table in, the, in between the couches. Yep. And we were just sitting here having a discussion recording it. Trying so it out. It's a little echoey, but with that... Here is my first hot wife experience. Walk me through what happens. He comes in. There's there's a couple moments of awkwardness just because I think we were just trying to figure each other out for a moment. And then we kissed. Clothes are removed in the kissing and the making out phase of things and lots of touching. And it was very hot to me. This now you have to think is the first time I really felt wanted outside of my marriage by somebody who had actually been chasing me for a little while. This is kind of the fruition of it. It's really coming true for both me. And now I'm also thinking, wow, I can also make some fantasies come true for my husband. You know, that's great. Once we were naked and things were progressing along, we did take some pictures and we sent them. You get him naked, you see his cock for the first time, and your immediate thought is... Wow. <laughs> it was it was very good. <laughs> it impressed me quite a bit. Not only because of the size, but because of how turned on he was. In fact, it's so nice as a woman to have a hard cock in front of you because it is such a turn on to feel I did that. Either it's my body it's me. Something I did created that. It just boosts your self-esteem to a whole new level when you're talking about somebody who's been married for so long and has not had this feeling in a long, long time. I mean, I can't even begin to tell you the high you get off of it where you're just like, yeah, that's right. I did that. It was it was good in many ways. Size, hardness. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> if that makes sense. No, it does completely. Walk me through the encounter. Obviously, it's been a while. <laughs> Just some minor details or the details that have been burned into your memories. We had sex in so many different positions. I came on several different occasions and... If you know me, once I come, it is so hard to get that second orgasm. In this particular situation, we had spent probably five hours, four or five hours just like fucking on and off and on and off. And it was, I mean, we were taking breaks. It wasn't like we were just straight through, but he may have came twice through the whole thing. But like, I mean, I remember reverse cowgirl. I remember standard like uh, being on top and then being doggy style and then I mean we were flipping in every different direction and this was the most 
sex I had had in years and just to me it was like whoa I don't even know what's gonna happen next but it was just the excitement of the whole thing I would come and then we would just like chill on the bed for a couple minutes and chat and and then all of a sudden we'd be back at it again and he, you know he had the ability to get me to come and he would stay I mean he was hard for a good there was never a time where I felt like he was not turned on we had a really great time I love that we recorded these because listening to this is just really fun reliving these memories. It is exactly that, going back and listening to this. I'm I'm really looking forward to what we're creating here and the fact that we can go back in a few years and listen to all of our experiences and kind of have a audio history of how we felt at the time and what we remembered and help relive each of these moments. Yes, I love it. Continuing on. One of the things we do with all of our guests is we ask them about their favorite moments in the lifestyle. And one of my favorite moments from this season is actually when you shared what your favorite moment was with me. I remember this. Because that was A, not what I was expecting, but B, what I was really hoping it was. <laughs> yes. I do remember this. So with that being said, here is my favorite moment in the lifestyle up to that point. From episode eight. <laughs> I really don't think either of you gave a shit what the room was. You matter. guys saw an open door and you went in there and were making out instantly. Yes. He pushed me on the bed, peeled my panties off, and started going down on me immediately. You were grabbing the sheets and wiggling around, so I have a feeling he was doing a pretty damn good job. I enjoyed it. He's going down on me. Clearly, this is turning him on because he is hard as a fucking rock, and he stands up, and he slides it in, grabs my ankles, and starts pounding away. At this point, I look over past them, and because as I'm sitting in a chair in one corner of the room, it's then the bed where they're on, and then on the other side of them is the glass window that looks into the group room. When we first walked in there, it was just one couple in there having sex, and I don't remember seeing anybody else. From the time that we walked in there and he started going down on you to the time he started fucking you, at least 10 to 15 people had walked in there and were now thoroughly enjoying the show. Yeah, well, as he was going down on me, I had turned and I looked and I'd seen, I don't know how many eyes, but it was it was a crowd of eyeballs just looking back at us. Really, this is crazy because this is the biggest audience I have ever had. What that do you? Oh my gosh, the energy, it just, holy mackerel, just I, I'm not going to lie. the energy. I, I've seen you in some situations. You had a very lustful look in your eyes. Through this whole thing. I, I could definitely see that the crowd was feeding your energy. It definitely was. I was a little bit afraid to actually look around because I didn't want to know how many people were watching. So I frequently locked eyes with you. That you did. I do remember. Occasionally it was through the camera lens as I was taking pictures of the things <laughs> you were doing. Because this, this was a moment that I did not want to forget. I, I do have several pictures of you looking right into my eyes. So I'm on my back at this point and he's standing up and so single guy tells me that he wants me to get on top. And so he flips and lays down on the bed and I get on top. One of my favorite ways to watch you fuck, by the way. <laughs> and I was at a perfect angle where I could see his cock sliding in and out of you as you were bouncing and bouncing and bouncing up and down. 
And I also very much like the um, kind of the hip grinding oh. <laughs> uh, motion the, as well. I, I don't know how many times I've said it so far, but the way you move your hips and the way you get into it. And that was on full display again at this moment for the continuously growing crowd. <laughs> and I do not believe there was an empty spot left in that window. <laughs> I didn't look. <laughs> um, you didn't have to look because every time somebody oohed or odd, I could hear it. And that drew my attention there. Just And um, the way that crowd grew, the fact that it wasn't people just stopping by to take a look and moving on. The way you were, air quoting, performing <laughs> and the show you were putting on drew this crowd in yes. and they weren't leaving until you were done. But I was enjoying every moment of it. So at no point was it a show. Yeah. There, there was no faking this. You, you were, you were in full lust mode and I was loving it and you were locking your eyes with me, letting me know, wow, this is, we, we were having a good moment there. Yes. So I'm riding him, and he was really close to coming, so he asked me to slow down, and I decide that I'm just going to get off and just get off of him and <laughs> and uh, put him in my mouth so I can slow things down a little bit. While you're doing that, I don't believe you took your eyes off of mine the entire time his cock was in your mouth. Again, I hear some noises by the door. I look over and I see five single guys standing there. Uh, one or two that you may have shown interest in before. <laughs> so I look back at you, still glaring in my eyes, and say, Hey, babe, you want another? And I say, Yes, please. <laughs> and uh, to be fully honest, you pulled his cock out of your mouth <laughs> well, for <yes>. a split second <laughs> and said, Yes, please. <laughs> and I turned to that door made eye contact with the one that I had a feeling you would thoroughly enjoy at this point, opened the door and said, hey, you want to fuck her? And didn't say a word. He just sprinted in through that door, and I closed it behind him. But while this was happening, we end up flipping on the bed, and now uh, single guy number one is doing me doggy style. And single guy who now just entered the room, single guy number two, uh, comes up to me, and at this point, I really just can't get his cock in my mouth fast enough. So it, it, it's I'm surprised he still had a button or zipper on those pants because you ripped <laughs> that belt open and just I I have never seen a pair of pants unzipped and unbuttoned that quickly. <laughs> and you reached in there and just pulled it out and got it in my mouth as fast as possible. Yes, you did. Single guy number one is fucking me from behind doggy style, and I have single guy number two's cock in my mouth. When single guy number one says, I'm about to come, where do you want it? Oh my god. So I pull single guy number two's cock out of my mouth to say, in my mouth. Now that situation was unbelievably hot. I am not going to lie. I look at those pictures on a weekly, possibly daily basis still. And it is still one of my favorite moments that we've had. One that I would very much love to relive sometime in the near future. Well, I love that moment. I think there may be one or two that have replaced it by now. I 
not going to disagree with you, but, but I don't have a lot of pictures of those other moments, so I can't go back and look at those. <laughs> you'll have to listen to season two to find out Ooh. more. Look at you <laughs> foreshadowing. <laughs> so after testing this out on ourselves, we drag Echo and Falcon in, get them to share their stories as well. That was our first interview with another couple, right? So yeah. this is our, yeah, we were trying out what it was like to have another couple in this. We hadn't even technically officially decided we were going to do the podcast. We right. were still testing it out to see, yeah. okay, can this play with others? Mm-hmm. And hearing Echo tell the story of her favorite moment yeah, really is what set this whole thing in motion and said, yes, we're definitely doing this podcast and I can't wait to interview all of our friends. We were all very excited that day, yes. So with that, <laughs> here is uh, Echo's favorite moment from episode 10. We are huge fans of foursomes and moresomes. Did not realize that was our bag, but you know, here we are. Love, love me a good orgy. <laughs> and my absolute favorite experience um, was one that was had at the sex apartment with um, the two of you and another couple. Unlike going to the club, right? You go to the club, but you don't know what you're really getting. Involved in, am I shaving my legs for a good reason? Like, is it going to be like a huge waste, right? Like, it is really depressing. 100%. Right? You all invited us over to sex apartment. Oh, another couple's coming over. We knew what we were getting involved in. So it was kind of exciting to be like, yes. Like, and we knew who we were with. And they were, you know, like the other couple is another couple that we've played with in the past in a um, orgy environment. So it was very comfortable. There wasn't any, like awkward oh how do you like we know we we know the basic rules that people have and the basic flow as we've played together in the past so it just felt really good and it flowed i remember like it started off because the the one other couple the male is very he's like a peacock and he's like he's very good at getting the show started and he like shirt was off and he hung out on the big fluffy pillow in the sex apartment he was like get over here and i was like all right. I remember you were still talking about work things and, and kid things on the side, and I'm like topless, making out, starting, like getting the party started. You were still sipping a beverage. I was. Next to G. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Robin and I were just sitting here, like, well, yeah. Well, all right. Oh, you guys are talking. Oh, and well, I guess we'll just watch it. Yeah. <laughs> and then do you remember that I came over here and then I started playing with you, Falcon, and then. You stopped talking and you came over and then like it was just like everyone is coupling. And then I had to tell you two to take off your hoodie because you were hanging out in your hoodie the whole time. But then like, oh my God, I remember you told me, you were like, you whispered him at your falcon. You're like, take care of her to the other couple, right, female That's who is right. here. And again, I am... I'm bi-comfortable. I'm not bisexual. I, I'm okay with it, but it's not something that I, I crave. Like, you crave pussy. I do not. <laughs> but I don't mind it. Like, I welcome it. I was very excited. That was my first time, like, truly going down on a woman. Do you know that? Yes. So, like, no, here in the sex apartment. First time, like, I, I've had um, a woman, like, sit on my face before. And that was fun. But <laughs> never, like... Like, that was the first time that I had to, like, Willy make Willy the moves and do the thing. And it was very stressful but exciting to do and it was because you told me to do it falcon and that was really hot to me so yeah that and then we moved from like 
the living room and we took it to your bedroom and then I got to ride that fancy thing. What was the fancy thing's name again? Sibian. Here in the sex apartment, we have both a Sibian and a Motor Bunny Buck. Both are very similar sex machines designed to be ridden cowgirl style. Both have vibration and movement levels with speed control dials. The insertable portion of the Sibian rotates, tapping your G-spot. The Motor Bunny Buck thrusts in and out. Both provide very amazing, powerful orgasms. Personally, I don't have a favorite, but the Motor Bunny Buck did have my legs turned to jello, and I needed help getting up off the machine afterwards. We do enjoy challenging our friends to a Motor Bunny and Sibian orgasm race. The guys get the controls, and the girls try and hold out as long as they can. The Sibian! Oh my gosh, there's so many firsts that night! And then, but can I tell you my absolute favorite, yes, favorite, favorite yes. part? G, who normally just sits and is cool and calm and collected, <laughs> yes. had me go up and give him a blowjob, and he fucking came in my mouth. I was so proud of myself when that happened. Afterward, like I bounced back over to Falcon and I'm like, he came, he came. I'm so excited. He came. I was so happy. Yes. Yeah. You were like, the bell was rung. The bell was rung. <laughs> so happy. It was such a fun mess around. Like it was, it was so much fun. I played with everyone. That was the night that I, that like you were humping my leg. Like, and I, like that was fun. You fucked me on the side of the bed, Falcon. I was used by everyone and it was the best experience ever. <laughs> it really was. I agree. That was a really great night. We had the right combination of people. Mm -hmm. I think we all liked each other. We all jived with each other. Mm -hmm. I like an orgy feel where it has the puppy pile vibe. Yes. Where there isn't necessarily like, oh, we couple, but we're all, it's group sex, but really you're kind of with that one person in a group sex then, setting. Group no, no. Setting, yeah. Like this was, everyone was swapping and mm -hmm. messing around. Like it was just a big old mess around. Yeah. I just love the term puppy pile. As a matter of fact, I started looking at making merch that has puppy pile orgy style. Oh my gosh, just yes. Because that would be a lot of fun. So maybe in season two, we can start creating some merch too. We should totally. Having Echo and Falcon run around telling everybody how much fun it is to sit around and do an interview really encourages a lot of people to come in and start doing interviews. Mm -hmm. Also being friends with Echo and Falcon and their extreme desire to come hang out at the sex apartment. We were finishing an interview with Tom and Lauren for their episode. Echo and Falcon ended up sitting in on it. Yeah. And when we finished that episode, things kind of were a little hot and heavy. Well, I think I remember Tom was um, mentioning something very flattering that Echo had said to him at one of our functions at one point. And while he was sitting here recording and blushing to the nines, you know, I think it kind of got everybody starting to get a little bit revved up. Now, that night, we actually sat down to record with Tom and Lauren, and then Echo and Falcon came over, and we were all just going to go to dinner and hang out. And while we were at dinner, I came up with the brilliant idea of, hey, guys, we're all here. What do you think about going back to the sex apartment, recording some audio from that, and then sitting down afterwards and recording? And everybody's face lit up. I don't know if it was from the desire to play or the idea of recording or just the whole combo. Well, it was funny because, well, we were all excited to record 
when the idea was presented to us beforehand. But then when we were all finished and exhausted. I was going to say, <laughs> after a lengthy sex, a section session in a, the sex apartment. section. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it is a little tiring. We haven't actually done it before, but I hope we can do a lot more of these in season two because I'm hoping. I, I love the idea of everybody sitting down and immediately talking afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. And the sounds are fun too. It is. So enjoy the sounds from an orgy in the sex apartment from episode 20. <laughs> and at this point, I look up on the bed and I notice Tom. Oh, he's pleasantly laying in the middle of the bed. What is that on each side of him? Why? It's Echo and Nessa. Two incredibly beautiful women. Yes. On each side of me. They are each one, one at a time, taking him into their mouth and thoroughly enjoying that. Nessa, you climbed on first and started riding Tom. And at that point, I believe that was your cue, Lauren, as you hopped on to me. Both ladies were riding for a little while. It was quite erotic, I must say. The, the sounds coming out of both of you were quite enjoyable. Second eye covering orgasm. I did. <laughs> I did. I told you not to move. I got this. You, you did say you don't have to move, at which point I said, I am fantastic at not moving. <laughs> I am one of the best sit stillers around. And, and you look like you were holding corpse pose very well. I, and, and it was one of those, I want to push back, but don't push back. Now don't move. She said, don't move. So I'm just going to stay right here. And I did until you got to the point where those legs were once again, oh, okay, I need to stop. So you stand up, you take a break. And at this point, I suggest that Echo lay down in the middle of the bed. Oh, yeah. We've, uh, over the last few weeks, have been talking about some of our fantasies. And one of them has been that Echo enjoy a threesome with two males. And so we, we, we are a same room, all the time couple. And we're very aware and very sensitive to each other. So we knew that it had to be the right, the right moment and the right time. And this was the right moment. And I will right say, time. as I watched the interaction between the two of you, it is exactly what's perfect about the lifestyle. As each of you checked in with each other to make sure before this proceeds any further, Echo, you were very clear. You looked him right in the eye and mouth, is this okay? And... I, I didn't catch his response. My response was hell to the yeah. <laughs> but you barely got out. Is this okay? Before you said, oh, yes, it is. Okay, good. <laughs> and you shot to the middle of the bed. I remember that Tom was like, oh, I'm not the center of attention anymore. And, <laughs> and I didn't think anything of it. And I did not realize that I was like as 
First off, I think it's really important to note I've never been in a threesome before. Like that was baby's first threesome. I'm very excited <laughs> about that. Um, Nobody puts baby in the corner, and, just in yeah, the middle. No, just in the, the middle of the bed. So I didn't, I, I mean, orgies, sure, but never, never a threesome and never like, it, yeah, never, never, never. That's not normally my jam okay, I'll go in the middle. I'm a team player. Right. And I'm not thinking anything of it. And then when you, well, first you're, you're laying there. Like, what do I do? Yeah. What do I do with my hands? Just, just put your hands down by your side. Yeah. Yeah. Where there are two super beautiful cocks waiting (laughs) to be held. Who knew? I, I I wasn't even thinking that when I'm wow. Um, then G you, once again, like you grab my, like, hooked my leg so I couldn't even like clamp or do anything. And then I had two hands touching me, but none of them were falcons. And I knew a falcon was there, but I didn't see you. Uh, I was totally there. I, I know was, you were. I know. But like, so it was, it was an experience that I've, I've never had before, you know? And from the outside looking in, it was probably one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Aww. You, you guys, that was fantastic. You looked beautiful. Thanks for joining us for a Hump Day Quickie. We hope this brought you some midweek excitement. If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience, please call 844 4 Hump Day and leave us a message. Can't wait to hear your sexy story.